Welcome to Submerge, the podcast. I'm your host, Leia Leone. Join me as I sit down with kinky people from kinky communities and share kinky stories. We will submerge ourselves into BDSM culture, covering trends, experiences, education, and more. We'll talk with every side of the slash, from newcomers to leaders to everyone in between. Follow us on Instagram at sub.mergelife for updates and info. Now strap yourself in or strap someone else in and enjoy the show. Welcome back to another episode of Submerge the Podcast. Uh, thanks for joining us. I'm honored to be on location at Casa de Athens. Ooh. Sex palace, fire, dungeon, <laughs> scary place. <laughs> Sex palace, uh, I like that. Yeah, yeah. yeah you, you should get a placard that? for your door. <laughs> uh, uh, I am sitting with the new Mr. Route 66 Leather. Yeah, how exciting is that? It's I'm crazy. so excited for you. It, it's really surreal still. Like, it just doesn't quite click that I, I want a title and I get to go out and do all the bad things and all the horror things. Yeah. And, and go be with God, my child, kind of thing. Like, it's just... It's, <laughs> be with God. It just, it just <laughs> blows my mind that I had that opportunity. Oh, my gosh. It was... I, I'm so privileged that I got to watch it all happen. Yeah. And be there and be your woo-woo girl in the audience. <laughs> As a part of the Kansas City community, like, showed the fuck up this Yeah, they did. Like, I've been to a lot of contests in my time. I have yet to see signs, which Kansas City had. Yes. (laughs) I I have yet to see just this crazy energy of woohoos and yells. Like, Kansas City brought it. Yeah. Like, I was like, whoa. The first time I walked out on stage and I saw it, I flinched. I was like, whoa, (laughs) what is going on here? Never seen it before in my life, and it was an incredible amount of energy. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, Kansas City showed up and showed out for it. That's it was awesome. Wild. Yeah, yeah, they did. It was really cool to see the community all all there to cheer you and Cookie Bavani on. She was running for Miss Leather. Uh, yeah. It was it was really cool to have that energy in the room. That for sure. Awesome. Like we heard judges talk about it, like what is going really? on? And I'm like, this is what Kansas city does. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. This is how we do it. Yep, this it's is fine. It. All right. So tell me some backstory. How the hell do you make a decision like this? So it was actually, believe it or not, six weeks prior to the competition. Shit. Yeah. And, That's uh, not a lot of time. <laughs> my leather sister, uh, Angela leather came okay. to me and was like, why don't you have a title? And I was like, because I don't need no stinking title. <laughs> and, Stubborn. And, yeah, just very defiant. Like, and and Ange goes, well, let me tell you my story and and why I wanted a title and what it did for me and all the things. And so we had this very long chat. Okay. And I was down in Dallas, and I was like, all right, well, I'll think about it. And I get in the car, and uh, clearly Angela Leather decided to talk to my leather daddy, Okinawa, oh. because on the way home from Dallas. I get a call from my leather daddy. <laughs> and he goes, Mark, you can do some things with a leather title that you might not necessarily get to do here. Oh. And and you need to have a title. You need to go out and, and give yourself to the community and, and really open yourself up to whatever that brings. Okay. So I mulled it over for a little while and was like, all right, so let, let's make this run. Right. Let's, let's just see what happens and go have fun with it. Yeah, yeah. And I tell you what, it was a wild ride from the get. <laughs> like, I bet. Like there was a weekend where 
Leather Ange came or Angela Leather came up and we like had leather clothing all strung throughout the oh house. Oh my gosh. Ballroom community Poppy came over and yeah. I was naked 90% of the time and they were like that works that doesn't work take that off let's try it oh with my this. God, awesome. Like it was just everywhere. <laughs> Um, and then, so cool. and then it was like write a speech, and no, that doesn't work. Let's do another speech, and, okay. and then it was here's your pop questions. And I had uh, Uncle Patty, who's from Canada. She uh, she's an Emsel. Okay. I had uh, Angela Leather. I had Daddy Oki. Um, I had people throwing me pop questions from all across the country, trying to prepare me for okay this event. Because you don't know the questions, you have no idea. But all these people who have been in contests, they're like, here's the type of shit they ask. Yeah, and okay. and. and you know that they love you when they really try to screw with you and throw right. you the really hard questions right. and just watch you have a brain meltdown. Right. Yeah. Okay. So that happened many times. Okay. And so like it was this weird adventure of like every day you woke up and there was a task to do and try to get ready. And then you okay. delegate the task to my partners and then you follow up with that task. And while they're doing that task, I'm writing a speech until two or three in the morning trying yeah. to figure out if that works. And then I'll send that off and then, People that like Rat Daddy, who I ran against for Heartland Personal okay. Leather, read my speech and was like, "Hey, let's make these tweaks." And so, okay. now that I get to step back from it all, right? <laughs> like right. the outpouring of support for this title run from people, whether they were overseas or within the country or states away or even in my home city, was incredible. Oh, that's awesome! Like I've never seen a community come together for something that to me was just a title run. Right. Right. But to them was an opportunity to be part of something. Yeah. And that was really incredibly cool. That's awesome. Um, so yeah, that's kind of how that all played out. And then we showed up in Oklahoma. Yeah. <laughs> like yeah. do or die. Let's just go for it. Okay. And so you get, it's a weekend long, but mm -hmm. to my knowledge, you guys have to get there like Wednesday or something. So a lot of the missed titles got there Wednesday. Okay. Um, they had a lot of interaction over the years with each other and they wanted to have that like quiet peaceful time oh, to nice. kind of okay. reconnect with each other swap war stories yeah. you know before the chaos happened yeah so i actually showed up thursday afternoon okay um okay. and for me it was i didn't know the person i was running with oh okay so i didn't have the opportunity to build that relationship prior to the contest right. okay so i showed up thursday and i got to meet my uh uh, I don't want to call him an opponent because that's not accurate. Running My mate. running mate. Yeah. yeah that's yeah. a good that's way a good to put one. it. Yeah. Um, I met them on Thursday and we okay. just sat down and had a chat and talked about like how we came to be and like that's how cool. we're here. And so one of the cool things about contests is you think it's like this combative thing where like this is the person I'm running against. Right. Right. And it never turns out that way. Okay. Like, I don't want to say never, but I've never had that experience okay. where it turned out where it was like this shade or side eye or anything like that. Okay. Both That's experiences good. I've had was we became very close friends because it's oh, almost like a trauma bonding experience. Oh, my God. <laughs> like, That's a really good way to put it. We're about ready to get in, or interrogated by however many judges. We're going to be half naked yeah. on a stage doing a pop question. We're going to be doing formals. We're teaching classes. Yeah. like, And the whole time we're being judged not only by the judges but by the community and, right. and things like that. And that's a very scary thing to do alone. Right. And right. so uh, luckily on both competitions I've run in, we've become very close because of it. Yeah, that's cool. So, yeah. That's awesome. How cool. Okay, so you get there on Thursday. You meet everybody. 
you know who your judges are beforehand or do you meet the judges that night? So the way this competition worked is we didn't know our judges until that day. Really? Yeah. Like we had no idea. We knew that there was nine judges total, but we didn't know which of the nine were specifically going to judge us. Oh, because some of them judged one category mm -hmm. and some of them judged the other. Some of them judged the Mr. and Miss. Some of them would judge the boot black. Some of them would okay. judge the puppy. Um, however, they didn't have a boot black, so they absorbed the boot black judges into the other titles. Okay. So we we knew nine judges were going to show up. We knew who they were, okay. but we didn't know specifically which judge was going to go to gotcha. which category. So okay. on Thursday, we had a contestant meeting where they said, all right, here's the judges that you are going to be judged by. Okay. Um, and I had Joffrey, Breyer, Eli, Mama Gail, and um, I'm missing one. It'll come to me in just a minute. I okay. know it will. But anyway, but those were my judges. And so from that point, we had an opportunity to meet our judges um, at a bar later that night. Okay. Um, so that was fun. Um, and you got to kiss up and, and <laughs> hope they love you, but not try to like, you yeah, know. Yeah, like <laughs> you would think you would want to kiss up. But for me, it was more about making a meaningful interaction with people. That's good. Um, That's good. Some of the judges I've known for years, uh, Mama Gail has seen me at my best and at my worst okay. and everything in between. Yeah, you guys have a long history Long together. history. Um, Briar, we, we've had this like kind of playful sexual energy for the better part of two years oh, where it's wow. like, do you want to, can we, <laughs> are, are we there yet? Like, you know, um, the and tension so, is yeah. <laughs> and then like, then there's the judge like Joffrey who I got a chance to connect with, who was just freaking badass. And, yeah. And I don't think we talked really contest to anything. We've okay. talked about play and scening and, you know, if we're not playing and not scening, are we just cosplayers who run charities? Okay. Like get out and play and do. That's a valid point. Yeah. Like just do the bad, delicious, yummy, insane things that at yeah. the end of the day, you're like, I can't believe I did that. Right. <laughs> you know what I mean? Right. And so, so Joffrey was like super influential with me during that time because it was just like, yeah, I can vibe with all of that. Yeah. Eli was cool. Eli, um, they have this insane amount of intelligence. They're just incredibly bright. Eli was my favorite by far and oh. should have emceed the whole thing. Like uh, it was, uh, they were amazing. Yeah. At the drop of a hat. They'd give them the microphone and they just went with stuff. And yeah. it was like, oh, you're really funny. Like you're, she, they were cracking me up. They're hilarious. Yeah. They, they're incredibly intelligent. Um, I got a chance to talk to them about the psychology of kind of like what we do and okay. behavior modification and, and all the things of that nature. They're a social worker. Um, okay. Bio and things. Okay freaking just turned me on from the mental aspect like oh my yeah. god sapiosexual I'm yeah. just like all about this that's awesome um, and so they were super cool so Bull was one of my other judges and he is a phenomenal human he's out of Iowa I saw him win his leather title Central Plains uh, I believe it was back in 2018 no 2019 uh, he was the first one to show me what cowboy leather looked like which was super cool 
Um, so getting to have him as a judge was kind of a family reunion as well because he also marched in the first leather pride parade of Kansas City in 2019. And he's just this deliciously big human that just is larger than life and is super sexual. And I love like flirting with him and winking at him and watching him blush. And it's just a good time. So he was one of my favorite judges as well. So when you talk about going and meeting your judges, for me at least, I would rather have those like really solid conversations sure. than to let me stroke your ego and yeah. fondle your balls and all the things. <laughs> like for me, I don't want that. Like it's just right. not who I am. Right. Connect with me on a deeper level yeah yeah like, and yeah. so for me my judges were freaking awesome like I love that's my awesome judges. that's awesome okay so you get to meet them then starts like now now shit gets real yeah and you <laughs> have private interviews you've got speeches you've yeah. got different outfits you've got pop questions yeah. walk me through this so I guess the best way to start is like from the aspect of the clothing. And so it's all yeah. about strategy with clothing, Ooh, okay. which is really fascinating to me because okay. clothing gives you this added hurdle of one, I got to make an impact and impression and it's got to be hot and it's got to be sexy and it's got to sure. be like this very like turned on moment, but it's also got to be functional for the space because you were there it was yeah. hotter than Hades oh my god in the building satan's asshole satan's it asshole was it was satan's asshole gross how hot that building was it was terrible yeah and we were indoors people this yeah. is not an outdoor event no this like, was it was 110 outside and it was probably 104 inside it probably <laughs> like, easily it was brutal oh my god and so you have to think okay if i go in full formal hide at this point in time am i going to pass out right the next thing is, is like, okay, how fast can I change out of this into the next outfit? Okay. And so, and where can I do that? Okay. And still be, quote, bar legal or street legal. Sure. And sure. so I had nine different outfit changes throughout the weekend, specifically dedicated to whatever event we were going to. Oh, my God. You, when Every time I saw you and your slaves, yeah. you guys were all wearing something different. Yeah. Yes. So that's, that's a valid point too. So every nine outfits that I had to wear, yeah. they had nine outfits for each of them. Oh my. And some of God. them had to match what I was wearing. Uh, yeah. I'm sure you got to coordinate. Yeah. Yeah. So like it's a whole strategy thing. Oh my that. God. It's awesome. So then we go to closed interviews, which was the next thing right out of the gate after we met our judges and had that time. Okay. And it was early as hell on a Friday morning. Like we've been out at the bar till 2 a.m. Oh. And then we went to the hospitality suites from 2 to 3 a.m. And then by 9, 9, 9.30 in the morning, we had to be prepped, ready to go for our... Like our dressed and ready and presentable. In interview. Yeah, that was wow. that was a struggle. Wow. <laughs> so but, is at that point, they're kind of testing your ability to like, can you do the networking side of it and still show the fuck up? Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. And That's so, cool. So we, we flipped out. We went to our interviews. Now, closed interviews are rather intimidating. I can imagine because like, no one is allowed to watch these. No one's allowed to watch these. And the way they structured it for Route 66 was instead of the four judges that I had plus Mom Miguel, which was the fifth, okay. um, they put all nine judges into the room. 
So you have nine people staring at yep, you. Yeah, you had nine people, and they were no further than me to you, oh which is God. maybe four or five feet. Yeah, we are not socially distant. Right <laughs> yeah. That's close. And, and so they stand there, and only the judges that were my judges were allowed to ask questions, but the other ones would just sit there and stare at you the entire time. Oh, my God. <laughs> okay. I would pee my pants. <laughs> yeah. So it was incredibly intimidating. Yes. And, and what added to that is, is a lot of the judges I have known personally over the years, they're like my heroes, the people that I've known yeah. and seen and do and experience this life with. Right. And I've seen in some crazy like dungeon space sex stuff and now yeah. here they are staring at me like we're gonna go ask you a bunch of questions and then grade you on your answer <laughs> we're judging you <laughs> we're judging literally you. we're literally <laughs> judging you and so that just added to like this weird pressure of like oh my gosh. how do i respond and engage with this incredible panel of people yeah but at the same time not overshare right but at the same time hint at things that maybe we have done like right it's, it's right. this weird juggling act and so they ask you questions from everything from like leather history to what's on your bio to, okay i think the weirdest question i got was well it says on your bio that you're a kansas city barbecue fan if you were what are one kind of barbecue sauce what would it be and why oh and my so, god so like that was the most off the wall question yeah so there's relevant <laughs> questions and then there's completely, completely just doesn't okay. make any damn sense. Right. Right. Um, but those questions are to see if you can think on your feet and, right. and, and throw it back at them. And right. so there's those questions. And then I got into an argument with one of my judges, Joffrey over the best barbecue, which was, Oh, Kind of probably strategically wrong, but it was a hell of a lot of fun, and I wouldn't take it take it back. So you That's get, great. I think it was fifteen minutes, and you want to get through all of your judges once, um, okay, to show them the respect of getting a question out. Sure. And then after that, you want to get through them as many times as you can, so they okay. have a chance to get to know you as best as they can in that okay. fifteen minutes. So you got to keep your answers very short, very specific, okay. very on point, very directed, right. very pointed. Um, and then Joffrey decided to argue with me about Kansas City barbecue, <laughs> awesome. and we spent about four minutes of that fifteen minutes of me telling him he was wrong. Is he from Kansas City or is he no, from Oklahoma? No, so his partner is Duke, and Duke okay. is from Kansas City. Oh, and they were in Kansas City roughly two weeks before the contest, which is where I met him just randomly. It was the day. Oh, that, right, it was at Missy B. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. It was okay. the day that I got invited into the ballroom house. So right. I was like, hey, I gotta go but yeah. it was nice to meet you kind of thing. So okay. I know he had Kansas City barbecue. Mm. And he tried to come at me with some rub, some, oh, I prefer the dry rub. I'm like, no, sir. Oh. No, that's the, no. <laughs> Kansas City barbecue is all about sauce. Yep, all like, about the sauce. Yeah, so we had this little inter interaction, which was fucking amazing. That's like, I just loved it. That's um, got to lighten the mood a little bit. A, a little bit, a little right? bit. You know, and Joffrey's a big boy. Like, I, I think it would be a good fight, but I think he'd take me at the I'm end of it. I'm pretty sure he could do it. <laughs> yeah, I'm yeah. So sure I wasn't sure if he was going to come across the table. Like, how real <laughs> yeah. are we going to get yeah. with this barbecue stuff? <laughs> no offense, sir. But he could definitely take you. <laughs> but that's the interview. Like, they, they stare at you and make you uncomfortable, and, and they yeah. ask you questions intentionally to try to make you cry. And oh they, my gosh. Uh, um, they try to pry in as much as they can. And, like, yeah. if you say something stupid, they'll dig deeper at you. Oh. And so it's like give them just enough to answer the question but not enough to hang you with yeah. kind of thing. Yeah. And so yeah. that's it wasn't a pretty intimidating experience. Yeah, that's got to be. Yeah, and I did God. it twice. Oh <laughs> my god. Did it at Heartland and then I did it at Root and Okay. Yeah, it was a that's crazy. That's experience. That's so crazy. That's kind of how the interviews go. Okay. So everybody gets about 15 minutes and mm -hmm. you just 
got to think on your feet. And yeah. Yeah. Get the right answers out there. The best you can. So, like, one of them was, what is leather to you? And so I told him that it was uh, honor, it was compassion and kindness. Mm. And, and then yes. the follow-up question was, well, what does that differentiate from the Boy Scouts or Girl Scouts? Oh. And I'm like, oh, well, if we're going that way, then it's the fist fucking, the lube running down your leg. It's the, the or <laughs> bukkake scene in the back room. It's the... It's the Those sloppy. Those happen in the Boy yeah, Scouts. This is the sloppy high fives. I mean, <laughs> well, we just love discuss that. Yeah, uh, I mean it, it's 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 consensually based yeah, fisting right. and the sloppy. Yeah, it's the it's yeah. the nasty sex yes. that part of it. But the question that I was asked was, "What does it mean to me?" Yeah, and not necessarily what, what differentiates. Is it and right? The reason why it means kindness and compassion and all those things is because when I was growing up, being queer or queer queer bait or right. smear the queer or things like that. Those weren't compassionate. You're a man. You're not supposed to be compassionate. Yeah. You're not supposed to be kind. Yeah. You're supposed to be tough and, and rough and all the things. Right. So being a part of a leather community where I get to express those and I have felt those. Right. That right. is to me leather. Yeah. And so I got to save that question a little bit yeah. from that. That's good. Um, but that was the kind of like give them just enough to to answer the question, but not enough to hang yourself with. Right. I didn't give them enough to answer the question appropriately. So they followed up with something to possibly hang. Yeah. You with. But like, you recovered. I recovered. That's good. Thank God. That's good. But that's. That's how the interviews play out. Typically. Yeah, that's awesome. Well, I got to tell you that those three words I saw a lot of this weekend, Which the one? kindness and the compassion. Yeah. And it, I mean, you could you could feel the energy in the room, even though everybody was fucking hot and yeah. sweaty and miserable. Absolutely. We all it, it was like one big family for sure in that in those rooms. And everyone was nice and kind. I mean, I think people get intimidated when they see a bunch of leather folk roll up to a hotel and they're like, oh, my God, these kinky people, they're going to take over the place. We were probably the best guests they've ever had. I'm sure. So possibly. Yeah. So it's one of those things that I find very fascinating is is people see a leather contest and they're like, oh, this is a beauty pageant. This is this is making somebody a special snowflake and all these things. And to a degree, sure. Right. It is. Um, But what I see when I see leather contests is family reunions. Oh, that's a good way to put it. Because when we show up to an event, some of us are across states or across the country. Some of us are even across oceans. Yeah. And when yeah. we get a chance to come together and, and meet and congregate and, and feel each other's energy and be around each other and swap stories and smoke cigars and do horrible things and, and make memories, it's like this chosen family reunion yeah. that we can't get anywhere else in the world. That's why I hear... <laughs> hear people so call cool. these leather conferences or these competitions as sacred spaces. Right. Because right. for that weekend, we don't have to worry about the bills at home or uh, yeah. the children at home or all of our responsibilities. We can just exist with each other. Yeah. And so when I go to a conference, that's what it is to me. That's why you see me running around like a kid on a pixie yeah. stick. Yeah. It's because I'm with my people. I'm with my chosen family. And this yeah. is a reunion. Some of them I haven't seen for a year. And coming out of a pandemic, it might be two or three years. That's that fair. Yeah. Yeah. So for me, that's I wanted to take a moment away from the conversation of the competition to say, this is what it is to me. Yeah. And it's 
a family reunion of chaos and sex and love. I love it. I think that's a good way to put it. Yeah. I think it makes sense. I think that would make sense to more people than, you know, trying to, well, what is a leather cop? What does it look like? What, what does this, I think that's a great way to put it. Yeah. I love that. I love that. Grab your mic and pull it just a little bit closer. I'm going to make sure. Yeah. Eat it. Eat it like a dick. I'm getting good at it. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> pew, pew, pew. Hey, Submerged listeners, we've got some exciting news. Our official Patreon page has launched. Head over to patreon.com slash submergedlife to find bonus content, videos from select interviews, and even merchandise that gets sent straight to you. Depending on what tier you subscribe to, you could get some amazing swag. So head over to patreon.com slash submergedlife. Every little bit helps. Your donations go to maintaining the quality of our episodes, necessities for the studio, and securing guests for the show. Again, that's patreon.com slash submerge life. Thank you for supporting Submerge and keeping our community safe, sane, and educated. Okay, so we talked about the outfits. We talked about the questions. I want to know what, what it was like. Like, what was your feeling when, like, you had to just wait in anticipation backstage before coming out to do anything? Like, what what'd you guys do back there? Because all the contestants hung out together, right? Yeah, yeah. So okay. they put us into, the, like, this little bar area that was kind of off the main drag of yeah. everything. Um, there's a few things I would say about that. The first and foremost, that's where your demons come out. Like, like, in the back of your head, you're waiting in anticipation. You're ready to go. You've worked so hard, but what yeah. if you stumble? Ooh. You know, that inner voice in the back of your head that's like, you're not going to quite do it as good as you think you're going to do oh. or, or you know what that person looks better in that leather than you do right like right. those demons are very real I uh, bet. um and you got a lot of time to sit and you there. have a lot of it's time a three hour mm-hmm. two three hour ceremonies friday night and saturday night. yep for sure Whew. And then, like, so the demons come out. And so then you either get quiet or you get, like, really talkative. And so that's what you see. (laughs) Okay. So you see, like, the person. And I think I was more of the person in the corner that's like, all right, we're just going to get into headspace. Seriously. Like this, we're just going to calm down. We're going to breathe. We're going to run through our speeches. We're going to run through pop questions. Wow. We're going to do anything to take our mind off of those demons in the back of your head saying you're about ready to go out and do some shit and what happens if you fuck up. That's crazy knowing right? you as well as yeah. you. I am surprised by that. Yeah. So so for me, like from my headspace, when I get really focused on something, I get quiet. Okay. Or And the girls make fun of me because when I get angry or they know that I'm getting angry, I get quiet. And Uh-oh. like they're like, whoop. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, yeah. When sir stops talking, yeah. everybody runs. <laughs> run, run for the hills. Um, but so what you see back there is, is a lot of that. So you'll see people that are very quiet. You'll see people that are very overly chatty. You'll see okay. people kind of pacing back and forth. Yeah. Um, but what's important about it is, and what was kind of cool, particularly at this con, is, is different people picked up on different emotions of what people were feeling. Really? And they would vibe with that. So when I got quiet, people, will come up and be like, yo, bro, you got this. You're fine. You're going to do okay. Um, When Alice was pacing back and forth and just needed a moment of peace, like just stop moving. Let's go get a cigarette. Let's go stand outside together and and let's just talk about anything other than this. Right, right. Um, And some of the weirdest conversations came from that. Really? Yeah, (laughs) Yeah. I can can imagine you're trying to keep your mind off of what's going on. Yeah, so um, to those that weren't there, I got an opportunity to fuck in a body bag. 
heard about them so much. Yeah, I missed it. That conversation or negotiation oh. or whatever we wanted to call it came from one of those pacing moments where oh, it was nice. like, Alice, let's go out and smoke and let's talk about anything other than the competition. That's hilarious. Uh, see, it's productive. Yeah, it's so productive. <laughs> so when you're back there, you see a lot of that. And then you also see a lot of just like compassion with each other. So we we would like spot check each other before we walked out. Like, does your your buttons line up with your belt buckle? Oh, does awesome. your does your pants blouse right or are you kind of wonky? Right. Like, oh crap, you you just scuffed your boot on top of a sh- on on a stair. Right. Hey, let's go find a boot black real quick to come in and buff you out. Oh my god. Like it was a lot of that compassion, energy of of just love, and yeah. it, it was. It's really cool when you see a bunch of strangers or not so strangers come together and are able to do that with each other. It's yeah. just inspiring. Yeah. I loved the quote I saw um, online. I can't remember if it was Cookie that posted it or Alice that posted it, but it said something that along the lines of, we didn't run in this competition against each other. We ran for the title with each other. A hundred percent. And that gave me goosebumps. It gives me goosebumps just saying it right now, but that's such a different way to look at it than most people would. And I love that about leather. And I would say, you know, like people who have never run in a contest don't really have the opportunity to understand or feel that. Right. But it's very much that way. Yeah. Um, So yeah, it's whatever we can do to help support each other. Now I had two handlers. Okay. um, And one of the contestants had a handler drop out at the last minute. Okay. And so if for me, it was you could be an asshole and, and say, yeah. well, tough shit. Yeah. Or you can do exactly what we did, which was, no, um, I have an extra handler. What We're going to send them your way. What do you need? That's what can awesome. we do? That's um, awesome. During the contest, a contestant lost a handler halfway through. Really? Yeah, to a family emergency. Oh, no. And so... W- the title class found that person a handler to help finish up their run. Oh, my gosh. How awesome. Um, to make sure that they were looking right or tight. I mean, when I say that compassion and love was shown in, in these con- title classes, whether yeah. you won or lost, it didn't matter. Right, right. It was there, and we were all there to support each other to yeah. get to the finish line as a group. That's awesome. And so, yeah, that's one of the more... I want to say weird because that's not the right word. It's one of the more surprising things. Like you yeah. go and you're like, oh, this is a competition. You think back to like sports and and, yeah. and those kinds of things. Or when I'm at work trying to beat someone out for a better position in the job. Like yeah. you think of that. But the experience that I've had is very different. It's yeah. like the exact opposite end of it. Yeah. It's like family and that you're all you're all in it together yeah. and everybody's winning anyway. It's just because sure. you're there. That's awesome. Yeah. And in a weird way, like I said, you're trauma bonded. Yeah. <laughs> I yeah. Mean, I can see that. For, for for now and forever, I will remember that title class. Yeah. And if any one of them called me and said, hey, Athens, I need this, or right. hey, can you come support this? I would be there in a heartbeat. That's awesome. And I know every single one of them would be there in a heartbeat if That's I so called cool. upon them. So Ugh. it's kind of a cool experience. That's really cool. I love yeah. that. That warms my heart. That's awesome. Um we're going to shift gears because I want to hear about fucking in the body bag. <laughs> <laughs> 
All right. So because I missed this class, I saw your class. Yeah. This was Alice, uh, Alice. the the yeah. current now the the new title holder. Yeah, for, the Miss Route sixty. Yeah, Miss Route sixty six. So Alice is crazy cool. Um, they are just one of the most delightfully perverted people I've ever met in my life. <laughs> and so it was Friday night and we were getting ready to do pop questions and, and okay. what they call hot wear, which is nothing more than being erotically half-assed naked on a stage. Yeah. yeah. Um, and they were a little nervous when they were facing back and forth. And I was like, Hey Alice, let's go out for a smoke or some shit. And we were talking about our classes and what sure. we were doing. And they asked me what the devil's fire was. And I explained it. Sure. I was like, what are you doing? And they're like, oh, we're doing body bags, which is sensory deprivation, but we're using like legit coroners, like somebody died, we're going to roll a body into a bag and put it in the back of a van. Those kinds of bags. Yeah. And I was like, yeah, that sounds insane. And and they were like, wow, I wish we could make it like super sexy and erotic somehow, but... I don't know how to do it. I'm like, well, you know, if you need somebody to fuck, <laughs> let me know. Kind of as this like side joke, yeah. right? Yeah. yeah. Well, as you know, or most of the listeners probably know, I have a phrase called why the fuck not, why the which fuck is not. really just permission to go do the horrible things because sometimes you just need to give yourself that permission. Sure. Why not? So in the middle of class, <laughs> Alice looks at me and was like, hey, Athens, uh, there's the body bag. If you want to fuck in the body bag, like it's right there. And oh I don't my God. I think she really believed that I would do it. (laughs) (laughs) You called her bluff. And I looked at her. I was like, well, why the fuck not? And Uh, I kicked Athens zone over. It was like, go get naked. (laughs) And like the whole class froze. Like, is this really going down? Oh, my gosh. That's awesome. Fuck yeah, it's going down. (laughs) So I put Athens zone into the body bag. And... um, shoved her way up in it and I finger fucked and bit the crap out of her. Oh my gosh. And then I got up there and I pulled the plastic bag over her head and watched her turn different colors. And then I let her breathe and then I reached up in her nose and I grabbed a booger out of her nose and then I put (laughs) it back inside her in a different (laughs) hole. Um, And then I spit on her and then I looked up and I saw daddy Steph like no more than maybe three feet from me looking down on me just like Yo, you're in a classroom, man. Oh my god! <laughs> and then like everybody came back, and I was like, "Oh yeah, I'm in a class. I should probably stop." Whoops! <laughs> Oops! <laughs> this went a little far. Uh, um, so that was one of the coolest experiences of the contest because, like, how often do you get awesome. to fuck in the middle of a classroom inside a coroner's bag? Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. I can say I've never heard of that yeah, happening. Before. Yeah. So we we finished that little micro scene with me kneeing uh, Athens zone in the cunt as hard as I could until she came. Oh my. And that gosh. was that was the finishing move, as I called it. <laughs> and then and then Alice, like like a soldier, just carried on about their classes. We're putting our clothes back on, like nothing ever happened. Oh my it gosh. was phenomenal. That's delightful. <laughs> I love it. I love that. I'm so sad I missed it. Yeah, oh my gosh, that was, that was a good experience. Oh boy. Uh, what I didn't miss was your fire demo, the oh, Devil's that Fire. That was fucking awesome. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, Thank you. It was really cool to see because I've seen your fire demos, uh, but I ha- I don't think I've seen all the things that you did yeah. in that one, like just in, in quick progression like that. For sure. That was awesome. 
Well, that thank was you. so cool. Can you walk? Would you be willing to walk the listeners through what you did? Just describe it a little bit. Sure. So the whole point of the Devil's Fire class is to be this introductory taste into what is possible with fire. That's a good way to put it. Yeah. Um, yeah. It, it's not really to teach a hands-on to where you can go home and do it yourself. Yeah. But for yeah. people who like me when I was younger, who didn't have a fire top that was around to be able to teach the things. Right. I didn't know what was possible. Right, right. So, yeah, you don't even know you can do that. Yeah, like I, I had no idea. I watched a YouTube video. No, I'm just kidding. Don't right. watch YouTube videos <laughs> um, for fire play. That's a horrible idea. But um, but it, uh, it, because I had this opportunity not to have somebody tell me what I can and can't do, I developed my own particular style of fire. Okay. And now it allows me to share that style with a lot of people and, and hopefully get them interested in fire topping or fire bottoming or, or doing stuff with fire. Yeah. So I started out with, like, I think White Rain and, and just did a little basic design on the back um, of my bottom. And then I did from head to toe, wrapped them in a figure eight and lit it on fire and yep. let it run. That was cool. And then we started moving into fire drumming and fire flushing. And then we went into cups and fire cups, uh, showed how to do it both sensual and erotically. Yes. And then I took it to the level of pain, pain. because Ooh. oftentimes cups are seen as something therapeutic. Yeah. They're not seen as something that I'm going to make you scream. Yeah. And beg me to stop. There were some squeaks. Yeah. I got to say. Yeah. For a very quiet bottom, there was definitely some audible squeaks that came out of (laughs) They told me later, they're like, sir, that's been a while since we've used fire cups. I forgot how much they can suck. (laughs) I'm like, yeah, yeah, here we are. Yep. Um, Yep. And so we took it from there and then we went into like fire bubbles and then fire caning, fire flogging. Um, I'm sure I'm missing something. Yeah, and then Florentine that. fire uh, flogging. Florentine fire flogging. That was awesome. Yeah, and and then, then let's be clear that we, I, at some point I was like, this place might go up in flames. Yeah. <laughs> it's a very old building. It's a very old building. But luckily we were in kind of like this indoor pool area that had 20 yeah. foot ceilings. Yeah. And it was a safe space to do it. It was a it was, yeah. very crazy cool experience though. And I've never actively done fire play classes okay. in front of a panel of judges that are critiquing my style of play. Yeah. Because when I get to teach fire play, it's very much that kid in the, with a pixie stick. Right. I get to like bounce all over and tell terrible jokes and right. be corny and funny and, and, and teach fire play in a non-threatening way. Because if you look at fire as just face value or a fire top scene and people are like, that's dangerous and yeah. scary and whatever. And I, like to bring it back to the no this is just stupid fun right <laughs> like, right. Like, right like this is a 12 year old with a firecracker let's go yeah. have fun you know yeah um so yeah that was a really cool experience um uh, the crowd and, and the energy of that class was insane i was told later that the pool party had been scheduled over my class and one of the judges uh jack thompson went out to who's iml 2019 went out to okay. the pool to enjoy himself at the pool and there was nobody there. 
and uh. he couldn't figure out why. And so he went back towards the classes and he could hear everybody screaming, why the fuck not? And then he realized that everybody was in the class. That is awesome. Yeah. So the energy of that class was just insane. I really didn't want to so end the cool. class. I just wanted to ride that energy. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. Do you, I mean, I have to imagine you had like a, just a high from that. I was pretty much high all weekend. And Were you? It, like it was just <laughs> this weird up and down of adrenaline and, yeah. and endorphin and winning moments and I failed moments. And yeah. Like yeah. it was just highs and lows. Yeah. <laughs> it was great. Oh, I bet. Oh my gosh. Okay. So now I want you to walk us through that moment when Saturday night came. Yeah. It was the final moment of the night where they called you guys all back on stage. Yeah. And they announced the winners. What is going through your head at that moment? So when I got on the stage, it felt like eternity really so, it felt like a long time so for me i was number eight in the contestant panel which yes. meant that everybody else got to go before i did yeah you were the everything, last person to everything <laughs> which, which sounds like an, a, a great thing because then you get to like watch people well they didn't let you watch no people. yeah and so i was literally in that room watching all these other contestants coming in and out doing their thing yeah and so i went up and did my speech and then came off from my speech and, right uh some of you might not have heard the speech, but the whole concept of the speech was, you know, people will take your insecurities and then ultimately commercialize them or leverage them mm -hmm. against you. Mm -hmm. People in our community that are Euro-Americans don't have the right over their own bodies. Mm. Sometimes we're our own worst enemies as well, and we just cut ourselves down. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But sometimes we need to give ourselves permission to fight back. And that's what why the fuck not's all about is that permission to say, you know what? I don't like this. I don't want this. I'm going to change. I'm going to do, I'm going to experience everything. Ugh. And that's what, why the fuck not in essence has always meant. I love it. So should I put my foot in somebody's ass and wiggle my toes? I feel like I need, I need why permission the fuck for that. Not? Why the fuck not? <laughs> Should I take my girls and support them in a um, Roe v. Wade march and mm. show them what it means to be an activist and help them along that way? Yeah. Why the fuck not? Yeah. Like, that's exactly what my speech embodied. And so I gave my speech and it felt like the speech was only supposed to be a minute and 30 it felt like I got it done in three seconds because <laughs> of the <laughs> adrenaline and everything that was going on. Yeah. And I was looking out on the crowd and I was like, oh my God, there's a lot of people here. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I got done with that and then I went back and we sat. So you, you have adrenaline pumping through your body yeah. and you're now sitting. Yeah. <laughs> like you're just nerve wracking as hell. Yeah, that has to just be, because all Whoa. of you are together at that point. Right. You've all finished that final speech yep. and They're you have to wait for the judges to tally all yep. their numbers. And so then they pull us back up there and then it goes from, I just finished a speech in three seconds or what it felt like to three right. seconds. Right. to now I'm standing by the stage for what seems like five hours. Um, yeah, because before you got on, you guys had to stand in that row. Right. That's right. And, and so like we're standing there and they're doing whatever announcement. I don't even remember what announcement they were making, but they were making something. Yeah. And I'm standing there looking out above the crowd going like, this is the do or die moment. Yeah. Like, this is the culmination of that six to seven weeks of hard work. This is the culmination of my handlers like giving up 
an inordinate amount of time yeah. to be with their families or whatever to push me through this competition. Yeah. This is that moment where I get to represent or potentially get to represent not only Kansas City who showed up and showed out and has been a part of my journey for the better part of eight years. Okay, this is that moment of, yeah. of what's next and not knowing what's on the other side. So they brought us up on stage, and I'm standing there, and it still feels like I'm, I'm waiting for five hours. Hurry up and wait. Hurry for, up and wait. For the love of God, thank, <laughs> thank, thank you, Lucas, if you're listening, for doing the Mister first, because I don't think I could have waited for the other titles to go first. Like I don't think it would have been possible. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. I was actually shocked. I actually thought Miss and Mister were going to be last. Right. Yeah. So I was, I was very, very surprised by that. Yeah. And so he's standing there, and. Um, he, he announces the winner and it takes me a minute to register. Like that was my name. Oh my gosh. <laughs> like oh my gosh. it was, I, I thought for sure he said Brian and not Athens. <laughs> and I thought for sure that it, that's because he was over on that side of the room. Yeah. So I was like, Oh, that that's what happened. And, right. and then he walked over and kind of like pointed at me like, Hey, dummy, <laughs> like <laughs> it's time to register what I just said. Um, oh my and then gosh. like, I watched a video later and I, re I thought I was way smoother at this than I was, but I, yeah. I like jerk over and then I run and give Brian a hug. Yeah. It was very awkward running across the stage. Now that was, that was sweet though. That was like the sweetest moment. But you know, Brian, Brian was a hell of a competitor. Like yeah. he, he worked really hard. He was compassionate to everybody. Like everybody yeah um he kind of gave off the daddy vibes of the group like yeah. he was very supportive um and so i think that if brian runs again i think he will do very 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 well that's cool um that's and so cool. that kind of going back to that brotherhood of course he's the first person i want to hug yeah like, we just finished we got through the finish line yeah. together you drama bonded um, Come on. and so i gave him the <laughs> hug and then i was like now what do i do and then i look over and i see um patrick and a couple other of the old, older misters okay that's who it was yeah okay. the lineage of misters that yeah. were standing at the other end and and they were holding the sash or the stole excuse me not the sash the okay. stole and my back patch and it was like this very surreal walk from hugging brian to that moment Ugh. and and then in that moment you get the stole put on you and the patch given to you and you're standing there as the new mr route 66 yeah and it starts to hit you that you no longer just represent athens or the house of athens yeah or or Kansas City, but you now have a representation of a, a title circuit and a lineage of people who have run for this title circuit that is now a national title. So not only do you have to live up to your own expectations of you and your community, but the lineage of people who came before you. Yeah. And that is a heavy weight to bear. I can imagine. I can imagine. So then I stood there and just was in my head for the next 15 minutes while they were announcing the other winners. <laughs> What like, are you thinking? Like, that, are you thinking like making plans or uh, what the hell did I get myself into? Oh, it was really yeah. like the experience was like, oh my God, now that I'm here, we've prepped and done all these things. Yeah. Now what? Now it's not over. It's just beginning. Yeah, it's, it's the first step. Oh and my like, gosh. And it just blew my mind. Um, and then after that, like it was a blur. Yeah. Like I wish I would have taken more pictures, even though I think there's 500 pictures on my phone. I, I mean, think 
everybody else got a lot of pictures <laughs> of you in that moment. If you're out yeah. there and you want to send me some pictures of this event, yes. it'd be great because I was on like cloud 50,000 yeah. feet in the air. Like <laughs> I was not completely there. I was in probably what would be equated to subspace Yeah, <laughs> because yeah, I got probably. off there and I just remember hugging all kinds of people. Um, and I think the best two or three moments was when I got to hug my girls and oh, I came off stage. I got a picture of that. It's yeah. Cute. Um, <laughs> because they sacrificed in order yeah. to do this. I mean, they put up with like just all kinds of like me all over the place. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and they sacrificed their time and they sacrificed more importantly time with me and, and doing scenes and things. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and so to come across as a family across that finish line and, and be greeted as such was pretty powerful. That's amazing. awesome. The next hug I remember really well was uh, Angela Leather. Yeah. Uh, my my Leather sister. And, and just feeling their warmth and their love was phenomenal. Yeah. And then the third one I remember the most was uh, Daddy Oki. And Daddy Oki's like, man, it's... It's a long journey to get here, but you made it. Yeah. Now let's see what you can do. Ugh. And that was that was one of those powerful moments of like realization of how much support I've had from my community, from various organizations, from awesome. from all the things. And it was it was chilling. It still gives me chills. Like, yeah. I don't always feel like I deserve that. <laughs> and to have it is just this weird, amazing feeling all at the same time. Yeah. Well, you earned it. I appreciate I, that. You, you did well. You represented. And I can't wait to see what you do with this. And speaking of, what are you going to do with this? Well, um, my goal is to travel as much as I can to teach. Okay. Um, that was the primary focus of our, our title class was education. Okay. Um, so the next one I have on my books is in September. It's Beyond Vanilla Ooh. down in Texas. Also, side note, it's my birthday weekend, yeah. so we're going to do some really messed up things. It's going to go down. <laughs> yeah, it's going to get real interesting. <laughs> uh, I'll probably, at least in the history of Beyond Vanilla, become a legend because we're going to be playing some Athens bingo, oh. and it's going to get really nasty. Yes. Um, but we're going to we're gonna travel and teach. We're going to go to Beyond Vanilla. Uh, we have some CKC stuff planned up here as well. Cool. I'm looking to go to Claw possibly to nice. teach if I can get away with it. Okay. Um, I'm going to go to Mr. Missouri Leather and represent. And okay. so I'm going to try to go as many different places as I can. Yeah. Um, because super secretly, and I guess maybe behind closed doors, is I'm looking to be inspired. And so to That's find awesome. people that might not be local or regional that are doing things on a different scale than I am or are doing all the bad things that maybe I want to learn. Okay. Hopefully I'll run into somebody like that that will push me a little farther and uh, motivate me to do more within our community. That's awesome. That's awesome. So we can't wait to see what you do with this. It's going to be wild. I think it's going to be a great year. I hope so. I hope so. That's awesome. And so then uh, Monday, we pretty much turned our phones off and slept all day. Yeah, I can imagine. <laughs> yeah, that, was, that was pretty much the culmination was we, we turned off all the phones and we didn't even really unpack. We just left everything on the floor. <laughs> <laughs> and, and we had naked day in the bed. And that's we, we ordered all the fantastic. junk food. And, and that's how we celebrated like 
reconnecting with the family and then now it's planning time so that's awesome if there's an event out there that you want me to attend or teach at or or whatever please reach out because i'm absolutely all about it yeah we'll throw your contact info below and everybody can reach out for some some amazing classes i'm sure absolutely sir athens thank you so much for doing this i know you're exhausted i know it's been a long weekend (laughs) but i truly truly appreciate you giving everybody an insight onto your experience absolutely thank you very much for having me i look forward to coming on again of course of course thank you so much thanks guys for listening and we will talk to you next week see you later All interviews on Submerge are from consenting adults sharing consensual experiences from their life. All opinions expressed in today's episode are those of the individual giving them and should be taken as such. Always do your research before entering into anything potentially dangerous. Vet your partners and always negotiate thoroughly. We record all episodes unscripted. Please reach out if any potential corrections to information you heard today would help our community be safer and more educated. Contact us at leahleonemedia at gmail.com.